Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Our radio app now. For the win. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studios, where every Tuesday get two for one on the best wings in town. Score! This is Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. Keith Murphy. This is your fight. And he fails. Hey, where's the bar? Let's have some drinks here. See what's going on with Brian Allen. <laughs> it's the Murphy and Andy Show. It's a three. Powered by AD. We wear caps and sleeves at this level, son. On 1460. KXNO. And now 106.3 FM. Hour two of the Murph and Andy show here on a Tuesday. I'm Keith Murphy, a Scott Sipker in for Andy Fails. We're powered up by AD. Uh, just landing into my Twitter feed here is uh, Mott and Bose Pants. They're crafted to make your butt stand out. Doesn't matter if you have a round cake or a flat can, your derriere will be noticeable and slappable after you put on a pair of Mott and Bose premium pants. Upgrade your butt. Get these butt perfect pants. Uh, what do you think, Scott? Is this a good investment? What? Yeah, I think for you. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, your butt could use a little. A little oomph on it. A little, I look like Garrier could like use Robert a lift. Redford in the in the Horse Whisperer. I just got that uh, the flat Wrangler butt. Just the. I'll I'll tell you who has has pancake these, butt. These pants they come from Lululemon, and every person who goes to my yoga studio wears wears these. Really? I mean, everybody's butt is like like it's right there, lifted, and it's like. Did, am I not wearing the right shorts? Hey, did you say to your yoga studio? Yeah. So, okay, hour one, we learned that you did Tai Chi in front of an animal Actual habitat. Tiger. Real tiger. Actual tiger. <laughs> Mike. That's his name. <laughs> oh, what a treat. And yes, I do is. yoga every day. To have uh, the hoodoo guru, as people have voted to call you. And, Scott, we're happy to have hoodoo. Your uh, your your app part you're part of the app yeah part of the app's creation going to be with us here on the Murph and Andy Show podcast which are nearing a million downloads a month that's that's uh it's cool to be able to bring obviously I love the Murph and Andy Show been on it now for almost eleven years thank you for that um, and then somehow I got involved with this startup which is. Truly, I think, a, something that's going to take off and working, something that Iowans are going to be proud of, that it's an Iowa-built app as we take it across the country in the coming years. But yeah, Hoodoo is now the sponsor of the podcast, Murph and Andy, which I listen to every day, and I know many of you do as well. So um, it's just a cool thing. I don't want, as a fan of the show, I don't want Hoodoo sponsoring the podcast to get in the way of enjoying the podcast. You know, I just will have a few things here and there try and uh, get you right back to the show. So I'm excited to to have Hoodoo be a part of this this radio show that I love so much. Well, thank you for that. And you can support 
Hoodoo and the Murph and Andy show by uh, liking, subscribing, getting those downloads. We really appreciate it. Helps all of us. And Scott, for those who who don't know, this is a, a good opportunity here as you start the sponsorship. Just for anybody who hasn't heard yet, what Hoodoo is, who who created it. And I, I know, yeah. like my my son Cade, who's moving. It came back from Arizona, moved into the apartment. Well, he got a full-time job, which he now has. He's moving downtown. He he didn't. We don't have a truck, and we didn't have a, a friend we wanted to ask. Like, can we borrow your truck? Yeah. So he he's who doing like having somebody like come over and help him move. That's downtown. That's what who do is about. It's about really getting listers connected with talented doers who are looking to make extra cash hoodoo is a doer driven ecosystem and what i mean by that is the current gig economy the ubers of the world for instance they're taking a 50 or more percent commission from the doer we are our commission is so much lower because we really want to support and get doers finally to be appreciated by by an app and uh, that hasn't happened before, and so that's why we're different. Um, and if you're on the Lister side, you, uh, you're going to get some high-quality, uh, talented doers to come in and help you with whatever project you can dream of. It doesn't have to just be handyman stuff. It Unless can be we get a hot air balloon. Hot right? air balloon. Somebody want a hot yes. air balloon. Right? Uh, moving stuff, piano lessons. If you, you need, your kid needs a, a, a golf lesson or something, really anything you can dream of, as long as it's legal, you can list it, Keith. And then you pick, you, you have a bunch of options and you can pick based on reviews yep. or price or you choose. And then your peer, your peers, like that, that's how you find out if somebody doesn't do a good job. That, that's right. The peer review system, there's also, uh, we'll be implementing in version two, which will be coming out soon, background checks and a whole bunch of other aspects uh, to making people feel like they have more control on the app. That's ultimately what we want. We want listers and doers to have control of what their project costs, how much they make, and when that project gets done. And it was uh, there's a, a veteran involved in the creation. Yeah, Derek Stratton. Uh, he, he's the guy who came up with this. He's the, our founder and CEO. He was uh, an Iraqi war veteran. Uh, and uh, he while he was in the reserves, he was in the military for almost 10 years. Uh, being an airman and eventually a, a staff sergeant in the Air Force. He also started a demolition company when he was in the reserves, sold that for um, a, a good profit, and he came from a very humble beginning. His mom raised him and his siblings uh, alone, and she worked three jobs. So he had all this money, uh, now this this profit, and he turned that into hoodoo, investing it into hoodoo, because he really wants doers to be respected. He wants doers to finally get the appreciation that they deserve and not be taken advantage of like all the other apps have been doing, TaskRabbit, Thumbtack. Uh, we talked about Uber, Uber Eats. All these people, you hear it all the time that the that the doer just isn't making enough to like even cover gas money. Mm-hmm. We have to change the way that the gig economy works, and that's what Hoodoo is doing. That's why we're a doer-driven ecosystem. So to get started, you would download just the app. download the app. Okay. Download H-U-D-U. H-U-D-U. Who do you know? That's how you remember it. Uh, well, thank you for for sponsoring the podcast. Now we appreciate that, and uh, we we are happy to have the relationship, even as your winning game of name that band is going to be a losing game. Yeah, it's probably not a great uh, connection. Yeah, it's just not going well. As many have pointed out, it was. Name that band, not the, name that lead singer. 
So, yeah, 75% saying that no, Scott did, Isn't it did more not impressive to Jam name right. the actual person, though? <laughs> not if, if the it, only reason you know who he is because he's a Cubs fan. Uh, yeah, Guy Incognito says, Scott loves robo-refs, but when Murph took the challenge to the robo-ref, Scott says all calls are final. Which is it, man? <sighs> I just want robo-refs. People in. have, they remember. Yeah. All right, let's get to Trending Iowa here on a Time now Tuesday. for Trending Iowa, powered by Iowa One Call. Trending Iowa, it's watch list season in college football. Major awards put out preseason lists, several of which include Hawkeyes and Cyclones. Yesterday, we learned Iowa quarterback Cade McNamara is on the watch list for the Maxwell Award. That's given to the most outstanding player in college football. Iowa's TJ Tampa and Iowa's Cooper DeGene are both on the watch list for the Nagurski Trophy. That's awarded each year to the top defensive player. And Iowa State's Jared Hufford is on the Outland Trophy watch list. That's awarded to the top interior linemen, offense, or defense. I think mostly signal that college football is a few weeks away and something to get excited about. The most interesting on the list is probably Cade McNamara because he's the only Maxwell Award. It started in 1937. He's the only one on the watch list from the state of Iowa, and he lost his starting job at his most recent school. So it just shows you how a change in scenery, and I I don't think Kirk Ferentz could sound more excited about a quarterback than he sounded at Big Ten Media Day. So, or the entire Michigan contingent and the way yeah, they talked about him, they, uh, they, players and coaches, they loved him. And yeah, I they mean, raved he, about him. He won a Big Ten title and took Michigan in the college football playoff. It's not like he lost his job because he sucks. J.J. McCarthy just has a bigger upside. And this should fix the woes of the Iowa offense. It, I mean, well, if, this doesn't. I yes, because. If you put Cade McNamara on the Iowa team last year, they're in the Big Ten title game, uh, for sure. Yes, they would still have those offensive line problems, yeah. which sound like they've been fixed. but Still have had a lack yeah, of receiver talent. This is a serious upgrade. Oh, yes. I, I mean, I'm not sure Brian Ferentz actually needs to change a whole bunch, which is probably not what everybody wants to hear, but... You get Cade McNamara, that's going to make a big that, difference. That is the the dirty little secret of all of this, is that as much as it, it frustrates Iowa fans, uh, Kirk and Brian are probably right in that their scheme will work if they have the right personnel. And I guess we'll find out this year. It it's seems like the it's past. there. Not, it hasn't, I mean, it's not, it hasn't blown the doors off, but it's you know scored 30 points a game and, and won Big Ten West titles in the past. Trading Iowa Wartburg football is ranked number five in the country in the Division Three preseason poll. It's the highest preseason ranking in program history. What do you know about Wartburg? Wartburg is... I've never been on campus. Oh, I have. I've spoke there. I also... Um, I, I saw in that theater there, I, that's where I saw Batman Begins. Really? Yeah, all on those years Wartburg ago. On the Wartburg campus? Yeah. We were filming uh, my first feature film. Uh, back uh, 15, 16 years ago. You've never seen it because it's no good. Um, but, uh, yeah, we took a night off from filming to go see Batman Begins in a what was just flooded theater. You know, you're you're there making a movie, and you go see Christopher Nolan's Batman Begins, and you walk out and think, man, we need to start over. Uh-oh. When we went to, when we went to Oppen- Oppenheimer on, what was that, Sunday, Keith? Yep. W- watching that movie, it, it's like, I feel like I know a little bit about making a movie. And I watch and I think, I'm not sure how he got to that decision. I can understand why he made it, but his mind, it, it's genius level compared to, like, I cannot, I can't get it. It's like in uh, Goodwill Hunting when the math professor just yells at Matt Damon. He's like, you think this is easy? And he throws it. He's like, can't do it. I can't, 
I can't do what he does. It's genius. It, it is, and and there there are moments watching uh, Oppenheimer where I thought this almost looks like showing off because it's so strikingly original, but it actually serves the movie. Yes, it all the, has the, purpose. The scene that comes to mind most for me is um, when Oppenheimer walks into the cheering gymnasium. And he shows how raucous it is that the the bomb has worked and the reaction to it. But at the same time, he finds a way to show you Oppenheimer's anxiety, even as he's saying happy things. Yeah, a bomb's going off inside of him. Yeah, it's brilliant. All around him. Oh, by the way, that was about Warper being oh, yeah, ranked number five. Yeah, good for them. Uh, finally trending out with the Iowa Cubs open a six-game series with Toledo tonight at Principal Park. It's bring your dog to the ballpark tonight along with dollar hot dogs. Uh, first pitch, 638. And uh, Pete Crow Armstrong, who's the Cubs' number one prospect, was uh, promoted to AAA yesterday. I don't. I haven't seen for sure if he's going to be with the iCubs today. I would guess so, uh, but he'll certainly make his AAA debut sometime this week. At Pete Crow Armstrong? Yes. I have all his bluegrass albums. Yeah. Pete that, Crow Armstrong? This is a great, that is a great a, name. Yeah. Uh, he's you, the, the number seven prospect in all of baseball, apparently. You know our dogs, go Tina Cubs, and Teeny. Which, yeah. which would you advise taking to the ballpark? Neither. <laughs> Neither, neither of them. Tina definitely should not go. She'd eat. She would. She would also bark at you the whole time because she's like, "Why are you around me?" Yeah. That, well, many rescue dogs have dark backstories. That's it for trending Iowa, powered by Iowa One Call. Call eight one one or click iowaonecall dot com before you dig. Scott, I think you'd be happy to know that thirty two percent of the people out there are saying that you know when you said Eddie Vedder. You got it right. A third of the people? Uh, really? I have that much support? Well, 32%. Yeah. I, yeah, I think so, somebody, like, like Tim says, I have to defend Scott. After he answered Eddie Vedder, Murph declared he was correct and went on to the next band. Thank yeah, you. I, Thank I, you. I, was just, I was rooting for Scott. Now, Julie says, I don't identify this show as the Keith Murphy show, so the answer is no. You can't just name one member of the band. That'd That's be a right. funny comment. That's a funny comment. All right. Um, Oregon coach Dan Lanning was asked what he thought of Colorado bolting the Pac-12 for the Big 12. Not a big reaction. I mean, I'm trying to remember when, what they won to affect this conference. I don't remember. Do you remember them winning anything? I don't remember them winning anything. That's good smack talk right is, there. That is that's good. a no-sell right there. Yeah. So we, we uh, are waiting to hear if Arizona is going to join the Big 12. It's The signs are there, but we've learned... Just wait and see. These meetings are going on at the Pac-12 office today. Pete Thamel is reporting that no decisions on the deal or any schools pondering other options are expected immediately. Campus leaders yeah, no are... no rush. I mean, don't, don't yeah. be in a hurry, Pac-12. It's, it's Something's happening over here. Campus leaders are digesting the possibilities of stream-centric future and the variance and potential income, the money piece is tricky because of the variables of the subscriptions. So it'd be incentive-based in some way. Uh, the primary deal presented to the Pac-12 executives and ADs today was a Apple streaming deal. The deal would have incentivized tiers, which would give it strong upside if certain subscription numbers are met. Jason Shear, who's been doing some nice reporting on all this, says, uh, I don't trust any school president to make the right decision, but, quote, the deal as it stands now is not good enough 
for schools with options. And he says that's from a good source. That makes sense. If you're if you're Washington or Oregon, this doesn't sound like a deal you would take. If you're if you're Oregon State or Washington State, you just want to hold this together so you're not left without a chair. The Big Twelve is it is doing a nice job picking these teams off, but the Pac twelve, my God. I I just it's hard to know how you could whiff so badly for so long on something that is so economically important. I mean, this is, you, you either, I, these are not stupid people. So the only conclusion I can come to is it's a bit of arrogance or maybe better saying laugh of self-awareness. It, the bubble that we talk yeah. about so often on the show, you're just, you're in this bubble, um, you know, hubris. You go go back going back to Larry Scott with the Pac-12 before they brought in Kliakov, who's supposed to be a streaming expert and executive in these media rights type things. You know they 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 turned away Oklahoma and Texas when Oklahoma and Texas wanted to join because of their mainly it, it was reported their academics weren't up to snuff for what the Pac-12 thinks of itself, and then. You know, there was there was shade thrown at the Big 12 when it looked like the Big 12 was wobbling and the Pac-12 was on firmer ground. But, yeah, this, to just keep coming back and saying we've got a deal, I think, I think they initially thought the Pac-12 did that the SEC and, and the Big 10, these new media rights things, were going to put them in a more leveraged position. But I think you forget there's only a limited amount of broadcast network spaces out there and they're now kind of taken with by the better games yeah with the big 12 the big 10 uh the sec they yeah they've got those windows and if you don't have any options you take this apple deal but if you have options you don't i mean no this would be one piece yes. of a bigger deal yeah because like like the big 10s deal with NBC involves peacock and it, some it games are going to be on yeah. peacock and, and so, fs1 so i think it's smart to have a streaming piece to these deals, but we're not to the point yet, and maybe we will be in the future. We're not there yet, where we're ready for an entire streaming like that. That being the only thing. No, even the NFL, the NFL, the most powerful entity, not in sports, in entertainment, in television, had a huge drop off with Amazon streaming on Thursday nights, and that was yeah, really good pro, like a well well produced product. The games weren't great, but. Um, yeah, so this, I mean, you think if this is on Apple and only on Apple, I subscribe to Apple TV. So that, I, like, I do that, too. that'll be fine. I'll watch. But one of the biggest things is that this just won't be talked about outside. I mean, ESPN game day isn't going to cover games that are exclusively on Apple unless they absolutely have to. You, you look at Messi, like he's so yes. big as a world figure in, in the world of, of soccer slash football that he is, people are getting Apple subscriptions just to watch him play. And that's going to pay for itself how how many people he brings to that subscription service. But what's missing from this, I I don't doubt that Pac-12 fans would buy it, but how many times did you end up watching the Pac-12 game because it just was the last one on your television late at night? So even if you weren't seeking it out, you would just watch it because it was sitting right there. I think for the East Coast and in the Midwest, that's true. I think that's how we mostly would watch the Pac-12 games because they're just not as interesting because... Outside of UCLA, what? No, that I mean that's bad. Again, USC hasn't been real great for a long time. Oregon's been the most nationally relevant, but 
It just, it's, it's such a different style of football. It had been for so long. It just didn't seem to quite be as uh, visually appealing as what we're used to in the Big Ten and Big 12 country. Uh, Jake joins us at 2845966. Jake, you have a thought on Colorado and the Pac-12? Yeah, my thought is uh, I think the Big 12 is taking a bunch of Tier 3 teams and calling it a Power 5 conference when they lost their their two blue-chip teams. The Pac-12 hasn't lost any of their blue-chip teams other than USC, who hasn't been relevant in a decade. They still got Oregon. They still got Washington. But what the problem, though, Jake, is what they don't have is a great media rights deal, and the Big 12 does. So that stabilizes the Big 12 and and destabilizes the Pac-12. Yep. All right, thank you, Wait, Jake. Are you saying this is all about money? It, it, it's, it's completely about money. It's kind of depressing, isn't it? That it's yeah, that it's well, so. It's not about rivalries. It's not about fans. It's not about traditions. It's not about academics. It's not about preventing concussions. It's not about mental health or improprieties in recruiting. It's none of that. It is all about money, and the people who have it want more of it. And and well, to to, to the caller's point, a little bit here. The Big 12 is trying to solve a quality problem with quantity. And that is a tough row to hoe, but it can be hoed. It, it is, can. Do you, you, you hoe the row, you hoe right? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Did I say road? No, it's it's a row though, right? Row. You That's hold one of the those road. things. Uh, it, it, you're hoeing the, the road. road. You're not hoeing the road. Don't. I mean, you could hoe a road. You could. I but, think that's illegal. But though. the expression is. <laughs> the expression is. Ho, the row. The row. I think I my original- row to hoe. Yeah, no, road ho is something else. Yeah, those are in Reno. Eric is in Ames. Hello, Eric. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Keith and Scott. The only problem with that guy saying Colorado's never won anything is that they won the latest round of musical chairs, and they landed in a spot where they're still going to have a D1 athletics budget. And, you know, Oregon's got a lot of money, so they'll probably end up fine, but they're kind of up in the air still. Yeah, they're going to be okay. Thank you, Eric. They'll end up somewhere. I think they thought the Big Ten was going to be after them by now, but maybe, maybe that rumor of that, can you imagine the earthquake if FSU and Clemson did? Oh, I was going to say because leave the ACC and join the Big Ten. You're getting very close to the ACC and the Pac-12 not deserving to get an automatic bid into the college football playoff once it expands. 
That's going to be an interesting conversation because if they keep you have losing, the five automatics and yep. then the but eventually the ACC it, it could happen the ACC and the Pac-12 one or the other or both might not be a quality enough conference to dictate getting one of those five automatic and bids. this conversation is just so interesting because Jake the caller was was right Colorado is not some like big piece that you get to add like sports wise on on field right athletics. Dan Lanning was throwing shade for a reason yeah exactly they were there like, 12 yeah. years they didn't win anything <laughs> right but that do- just doesn't matter it's no what, because and he's not wrong the Pac-12 or the Big 12 does not have a blue blood program other than Kansas basketball it does not have that program that tier one program once Texas and Oklahoma leave it doesn't matter. But to that point, the first time everything got destabilized 10 years ago, Kansas was the program with nowhere to go. Right. And you're like, Kansas? Yeah, exactly. I know the football program doesn't bring anything, or didn't at that time. It may be but the top basketball program in the country. Yeah, certainly top three. And they're saying Kansas, there was no chair for Kansas. That they would be one of the schools is left out. You're like, what? Doesn't matter at all. So that told you everything you need to know about like Duke, and you know if it ever came to all that. On its head, and, it and you no do sense. have to to think of these things as a TV executive. What does Colorado give you? They give you the Denver market, which is a what top twenty market. More, including we like beer media communities. It's time for Murph and Andy's Play of the Day. Powered by TNT Landscaping and Nursery. Shot over short. Encarnacion Strand scores. Benson scores. Throw to second on a slide. Maley plates a pair. And it's three zip on four straight two out hits. Well, this is how you stay in first place. TNT Landscaping and Nursery in Ankeny. Your home for landscaping, design, trees, shrubs, and Hog Eyes Barbecue. All right, it is uh, the Murph and Andy Show. I'm uh, Keith Murphy. Scott Sipker is in for Andy today. Andy's uh, vacationing in uh, not Mason City, but Waterloo. 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 And, uh, and Scott, not Cedar Falls. Waterloo proper. Waterloo proper. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Yep. I think, is that where the washer bond is at? The, the big um, family water park? I feel like park? that's over in Iowa City. Yeah, that's like between oh. here and Iowa City, over by okay. the, the Amanda Colonies. Got yeah, so, it, right. So, so not he's just there doing at all. The, he's doing the wrestling museum and... The other thing to do in Waterloo. Yep, that sounds right. Uh, Time to get some more on a Tuesday. All right, let's do this, guys. Uh, I got a question for you. What do Iowans and Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh have in common? Ooh. Um, What do Iowans and Supreme Court... Both like to wear robes? No. Um, Here it is. We drank beer. I liked beer. Still like beer. We like beer. <laughs> oh, that's that's true. great. We you like know what beer. that that led to a really funny SNL open with uh, Matt Damon. That's right. <laughs> yeah, he was. Remember, really he's good. like, yeah, I got uh, Skeeter and Jim and and Bob, and he's like naming all his frat brothers. Frat guy. Uh, we like beer. Uh, Exile Brewing announced today their July donation. To Iowa Swarm Collective was $58,500. That brings their total donation from sales of Swarm Golden Ale to $88,500 in just over a month. A reminder, that number is just 20% of the profit Exile earns from sales of that beer. Um, Last week, Andy reported that the Foundry donated more than $7,000 after one week of Swarm Vodka sales. 
So Hawkeye fans are going to drink this program to a Big Ten championship. It it seems possible. So this is over a hundred thousand dollars already. You know, adding yes the sales that yes. would come in today. And I mean the 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 Swarm Twelve Packs hit stores over the weekend. I bought one over the weekend. Have you seen the tower that the Liquor King just put up at the Hy-Vee of of Swarm? Yeah, and make sure you see the picture he posted because I bet if you go to Hy-Vee right now, that tower is not there. I mean, there's I'm sure they still have some of the beer. I doubt it's all been sold in the last three hours. But I bet a chunk of it has been taken out of it. You, yeah. There's people that are hearing this he right now, and they're first, going to that high V. That over first there. day, he sold 604 packs. The first day he had it in store, an entire pallet. Yeah, he told me he sold a thousand that weekend. How much do you think one this store? is driven by the Cyhawk rivalry? That buying Swarm is is just certainly supporting Iowa athletics, but also sticking it to Iowa State by trying to sell a lot more. I don't know the answer, but I think it's more about Hawkeye pride yeah. than it is because Iowa's beers, Iowa State's beers aren't in stores yet or They're anything, not. and they'll they'll have three to choose from. Yes, uh, you'll have the Ames Lager, which I'm excited to try. Uh, I heard Brent Bloom kind of giving a, a flavor profile. I think it's going to be a little more flavorful than like the Swarm Golden Ale. Maybe but, not as much of like a light beer. Nice throwback can they have. Yeah, really cool looking can. Uh, they have the legend beer for the uh, Jack Trice uh, Foundation. The the yeah the Legacy Foundation, and that caused some confusion. I could see people on my Facebook page saying another NIL beer. That that money doesn't no, go to NIL. Neither does the back pocket Clone Fest beer, which benefits the athletic department directly. Yeah, that's through Learfield, I think. Yes. Uh, Iowa State Athletics. The only collective beer is. The, the Ames, Ames Lager. Lager which... And the Trice Legend beer, that, that goes to the Trice Legacy Foundation, the, some of the profits. So I think 58000 is probably too much to expect every month. But, I mean, uh, we're not even in the tailgate season yet. Wait till football season yeah. with these numbers. This is, I mean, this will be what Hawkeye fans drink at tailgates and at parties around the play, uh, you know, around at their homes and things like that. Um, it, and there is a, a extent to which it's a status symbol. I like having swarm beer in my fridge when people come over. I like have, having it in my cart at Hy-Vee when I'm walking around. We, we've experienced that with, with downtown throwdown. Absolutely. Like the, the, you know, listeners of the show get excited to have, have that around, and it's a good beer, which also helps. There are going to be some people over there at Kinnick Stadium. They're going to need Uber. They may need Hoodoo. For a hey, ride home, you can you can use Hoodoo for a ride home if you if you want. You can post on there, and uh, it's not necessarily a driving app. But hey, if it's legal, you can list it. What if I want to drive, but I want somebody to drink twelve beers? Can I Hoodoo somebody to sit next to me, shotgun twelve beers, so I can stay sober and benefit the? That sounds like department? a terrible idea. You, and I, I think you're going to pay legal. someone to do that. I, I think that's legal. open container yeah. law. You, I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's got to be legal. All right. So you can't put that on the. Add because that's we'll have to check with five O to be sure, but I think that's I, I think that's a violation. That, okay, we'll see what we can that's do. fair, uh, guys. I went to the National Balloon Classic last night down in Indianola. I got to it was awesome. I, it's been years, maybe even decades, since the last time I'd gone down um, for a night of balloon watching. I went like ten years ago. My wife and I did, and they didn't. It was too windy. They didn't end up flying, uh, so that was disappointing. But last night they did. Um, it was well worth the drive and the price of a ticket and a late night for the kids. I mean, we didn't get home till almost 10 o'clock, which is late for them, but uh, it was fantastic. They had live music from Brad Seidenfeld. Shout out to him. He was, he was really fun. Not Seinfeld. 
It's close. It is. Um, more balloons than I could count. Like I, There was a kid next to us trying to keep count, and he was up over 60 at some point. Um, the weather was perfect. Food and drink for sale. They got a beer tent. We just had lawn chairs on this lawn. It was a, a perfect night for it. It was a lot of fun. Like with The whole ride home, we were all just talking about how great it was. I learned about the more about the Balloon Festival this week because uh, my, my son Cade, after he moved back from Arizona, he's now... Uh, accepted position of marketing specialist with Iowa Realty. So they're there at the uh, Balloon Museum to do their weekly show, and uh, Mike Pace got called away and couldn't do it, so they asked Cade, can you step in and host this? So he did. Welcome to the job. Uh, yeah, kid. so he was like, asked, so he's uh, talking to this guy, walking around the Balloon Museum, and it, it did... Partly out of parental pride, but also partly just uh, thinking, this is really cool that this takes place here. It was, it and then was you see cool. those photos, and it's it's awesome. It's, I mean, it's it's hard to believe that there's that many balloons in the air at one time as you're kind of looking around the horizon. Uh, but they continue each morning and night, hoodoo. weather permitting, uh, through Saturday. So all right. Oh, that's, that that's all week. Yeah. I, I think they do nine, nine nights total, so we're about halfway through. Uh, Mark Jackson has an interesting new job offer. After being laid off by ESPN, the NBA analyst has been offered $1 million by Cam Soda, which is an adult webcam website, to provide play-by-play for live webcam broadcasts. <laughs> uh, the company said Jackson can even use his, fr- his catchphrase, grown man move, for sensational moments during couple shows when the man goes strong to the hole. Jeez. Um I don't I don't think this is a good career move to accept this. It's it's like a a certified offer. Yeah, it's a certified offer. They sent the the offer sheet and everything. A million dollars so he has to do it for a year. But a million dollars. This is great because there's I mean it's a really good marketing by Cam Soda cuz it just got mentioned. Yep. And uh, no way that they actually have to pay Mark Jackson a million dollars. And if they actually did, it would be... Money well spent. Oh, it'd be a waterfall of money. Doesn't it feel like... I I don't think the two things are connected, but doesn't it feel like Mark Jackson never recovered publicly from leaving Nikola Jokic off his MVP ballot? Because I think most people feel like... That was intentional, and he got caught. He didn't have him in his top five. The reigning MVP. When you're supposed to be seen as a NBA expert, it it does really hurt your credentials to not have put him in the top five. Well, it, there's there's either two there's two things there. One, like people either look at it or like you don't know basketball as much as you should have. The guy's the reigning MVP, and by the end of the postseason, it made the case he's the best player in basketball. You're supposed to be the expert. You don't have him on. That's best-case scenario. The worst-case scenario there is you left him off because he's white, and that's what many people think because racism can, can go in all directions. And that was a topic around the MVP race this year. Yeah, because it got, it, it got brought up yeah. that if you vote, you vote for him, you're, you're being racist. Well, he... he Ended that talk. Maybe we'll see who his top five Cam Soda MVPs are. <laughs> would you, year. if Mark Jackson did this, would you tune in to Cam Soda? No, well, the first one just no. to see what he would do. No, I think, I think I would have to for work, right? I yeah, think you're I, right. I could expense point. it. I don't want to see that grown man move. 
Uh, Gable Stevenson trolled us all by pretending he was going to transfer to Iowa rather than enter a career in professional wrestling, only to have that awkward moment last week where he declared he will fight in the NXT, which is apparently a professional wrestling organization. Well, Sunday night, he was probably regretting that decision. He had his debut match with Baron Corbin, who apparently is a hated heel. Uh, but Stevenson couldn't get the crowd on his side. They started to chant and cheer for Corbin, who oh, they're supposed no. to hate. And then even started chanting, you're not Angle, which is a reference to Kurt Angle, who did make a successful jump into the WWE. Uh, let's take a listen. Right As you go, son, that's called a shucky-ducky-quack-quack moment. Uh, Corbin just broke the count of the official so he can continue to inflict damage on Stevenson. Corbin understands one. Wait, wait a minute. The people of... Wait, wait a minute. For the people out here in the NXT universe, you know, they voice their opinion. It's the great American bass that has fired up since the start of the night. Aaron Corbin. Whoa! Rule number one, you got to win the crowd. Yep. You win your crowd and you'll win your freedom. Uh, That's a shame. That's too bad. Well, yeah, now this guy decides to go to Iowa. You'll be right back on the Stevenson bandwagon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This makes it more (laughs) likely. But I, I would say he needs to very quickly pivot and turn this into a positive by becoming a heel that's himself. What, that, that's kind of the conversation is. But the problem is he's not very good at this. And not even in the ring, oh. the, the the promo stuff, right? The, the so acting? To be a good heel, you have to really convince people to hate you yeah. and not actually hate you, right? Have fun hating you. Right. And it doesn't feel like that's in the cards for Gable Steves. They flag him down in the parking lot and say, Hey, Gable, Gable, can we get a word? Yes, go ahead. What is it? I hate. I I will take him on this this guy this Gable Stevenson. They got to work with him right now. He makes the Rock look like Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> okay, that's a. I, I'm trying to think if that's a compliment to the Rock or it's just a, a real slap to the face of Gable Stevenson. I think it's both. Okay. I'll take it. On this day in 1981, Video Killed the Radio Star as MTV debuted. It was one of the biggest cultural influences throughout the 80s and 90s, even if Scott doesn't know any of the bands that were played in the <laughs> mid-90s. Uh, Eddie Vedder! Spawned uh, reality TV series like The Real World, youth-centric award shows, adult cartoons like Beavis and Butthead, and so much more. It was like the biggest cultural thing of my youth. It's now an unrecognizable shell of itself that hasn't been culturally relevant in years. Wow. It did, yeah. All of that is accurate. I mean, I Beefus and Butthead, that was huge. You were trying, like, as a little kid, we weren't allowed to watch it, so we had to like you know, try and figure out a way to, to consume it. And when we did, it was like we were being the naughtiest little kids there was in the world. I'll, I'll, bet, the- your, I'll bet your brother was allowed to watch it. No, he wasn't. <laughs> your, your, your parents sent him to Carol Kemper, and they sent you to public school. My parents had the cable company turn off MTV one summer, and my older brother the next day called back and had them turn it back on. And then we just had it skip that channel when you were flipping through the channels. Wow. It, was, it was channel 23 on our cable. Wow. Uh, so you go 22, you push channel up, it would go to 24. So my parents always thought it was still, they had canceled it, we didn't have MTV, but it, it didn't cost extra. They just didn't want it infecting our young minds. Uh, but if you push 2-3 on the remote, you could actually, so we spent all day watching MTV. And Bravo. then my mom, my mom well would get home done. from work. I hope they're not listening. I, are, are they? Are they if they're and they are, you're 
Yeah, your dad's listen listening. They didn't are know. They, they don't know until I, now. Are they learning I, right now? I'm getting a phone call. I, uh, no, it's not that. I, I think they're probably learning this right now. It's it's wow. one of the more brilliant moves my older brother has ever. Congratulations. Played. Which which fancy. brother was Brian? It? My oldest brother Brian. Brother, that's a Cheers baller to you, Brian. Move. Way that to go, Brian. Uh, finally, on this day in 1996, the world was introduced to a place called Westeros. It's filled with dragons and magic and death and debauchery. George R. R. Martin's fantasy novel, A Game of Thrones, hit shelves in uh, the first book of the Song of Fire and Ice series. 27 years later, we still don't have the final chapters, which are books six and seven, although we did get an unsatisfying ending to the story on the HBO series, Game of Thrones. It, it did feel really rushed, and it was so And, like, ruined great. the legacy of that show. My wife and I are doing kind of a slow rewatch of that. It's so good. I mean, so good. It's as good as TV has ever been. Including, like, the, when they were still willing to shock you with a death you didn't see Absolutely. coming. And then that final season is just so rushed. And and so unsatisfyingly that it's not even talked about in the culture anymore. It's like a great show. Because yeah, who ends up getting the it. throne? You're like, are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, it makes no sense. They completely changed the way characters act. It was an unearned ending. Yeah. They didn't earn but it. But part of that's on George R. R. Martin. I mean, he, he released his book 30 years ago, and we're still waiting for number six. What, what's the R.R. stand for? put out seven for? books in like 10 years. But who has, who has a middle name R.R.? J.R.R. Tolkien. Yeah, that's, I think, honestly, I think that's why it is. It's, this has nothing to do with J.R.R. Tolkien, though. Dang it. I said it wrong. Dang, uh, Martin, this is all about the the HBO producers who just were sick of working on the show. They wanted to move on to something else. That's why they rushed it. I thought I thought there was talk they were going to move on to like Star Wars yes. movies, but yeah. it, that didn't happen, right? I think they're still going to be producing okay. the next uh, three Star did Wars Did either of you watch the new HBO I Game of not. Thrones series? I uh, didn't, House of Dragons. I didn't think I'd ever watch Game of Thrones, and you guys kept insisting. Yeah, that was, it took several years finally to talked me into it, and I watched that first episode, and I was like, White Walkers, you kidding me? I'm out, and, and Jenny's like, let's watch one more. And then we watched like nine that yeah. weekend. Uh, so got us, yeah. But th- this one, I was waiting for somebody to tell me you have to watch it, and I no one ever. We enjoyed told it, me but that. it's it it doesn't. So far, it's not close to what Game of Thrones was. When we come back, it's uh, more about Andrew Downs here on what uh, Scott would just scream the Andrew Downs show. It's uh, <laughs> it's the AD squared as Chef's app. Time for the Andrew Downs audio drop of the day, the AD squared. Powered by Fiscus Jewelers in Ankeny. Uh, we got a few, few unwritten rules in, in broadcasting. Uh, treat every microphone like it's on. That's a good one here. Uh, no cheering in the press box. And uh, how about silence your phone when you're on the air? Well, Adam Schefter broke that last rule on NFL Live, and uh, we learned he's got an interesting ringtone. How he responds to it ultimately... Yeah. We'll tell you the story on it, but I, I don't think it's going to be smooth sailing. It'll be really interesting to watch. As Shefty mentioned, it's been three and a half decades of greatness from the Packers. Shefty's, it turns out that Shefty's uh, ringtone is ring by You can ring that bell. It won't oh, stop. No, man. Go to break. <laughs> Sure you don't, Shefty. Sure Ring you don't. my bell. Yeah. Is this ringtone? Apparently. Boy, bad song from the 70s. I uh, like that song. 
Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's, I've always been annoyed by it. Quickie poll results from WCI pools and spas. Do you have a problem with the U.S. women's national team celebrating after the draw with, against Portugal? Yes, 60%. 40% say no. You could do the math yourself. Uh, let's see what name fits me. No, it's the Hoodoo Gurus winning right now, but I mean, I have so many nicknames at this point. And lastly, <laughs> did I, Scott, when I said it was Eddie Vedder, when it was the Pearl Jam song, did I get it right? Yeah, could you get that ready again, uh, AD, just that moment in the show so we can go ahead. Get it. Let's see the result, though. Let's hear the result. 69% say no. I did not get it right when I identified the Pearl Jam song as Eddie Vedder. Okay, the drive with Heather and Sean is next. A key moment in the show today. We're playing I uh, Name That Band. Okay. And this is the, the 90s alternative rock bands, and here's the moment. All right, Scott, name this band. Eddie Vedder. I know that voice. It that. is Eddie Vedder. It is Eddie Vedder. Okay, you, you've got two out of three. Okay, so we gave him credit initially, but as many people pointed out, the name of the band is it's not Pearl Eddie Jam. Vedder, it's Pearl Jam. But I do reinforce, I was just so happy that he could say Eddie Vedder. That I say, it is Eddie Vedder, because it is Eddie Vedder singing. Does Scott get credit for that? In name this thing. sounds no. like something that I would maybe do, so I w- I'm going to give you credit. Thank you, Scott. Sean. Thank I probably would have just said, isn't that the Cubs band? <laughs> but no, I'll, I'll give you credit for this. But you know Heather's that's a lot more harsh. Yeah, Heather's a lot more harsh on this. No, but I feel like if you can reach for Eddie Vedder, then... Pearl Jam should be even easier. I put you should, you should listen to the rest of that segment then if you think he knows Pearl Jam. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. There, see, Heather, here's the problem. <laughs> Any music that's not country music that came out before Natalie and Bruglia's Torn, I have a blind spot for. After Who? Natalie and Bruglia's Torn. AD, do you have any of those other bands? Uh, Who, Natalie uh, and... I do. What yeah, Torn. That's, that's where I learned my, where, what pop music was. Sean, you know? Heather, who's this? Uh, who's this? Yeah, that is a Fox Sports, sports, sports yeah. theme. Yeah, he got thirty-two seconds. That is the KXNO sports theme. <laughs> it means your show arrives in just over sixty seconds. Are you ready? We're willing who? to do this yeah. tomorrow. I, you know, torn. No, he knows it. He the just doesn't torn, recognize you know the name. Do you guys have any interest in Scott sticking around and joining you for a while <laughs> for three hours? You want me to? Okay. <laughs> I mean, more than welcome to. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.